Well, this morning we have a guest joining us here on our program by phone. We're going to talk with magician, musician, comedian, ventriloquist. He does it all. Todd Oliver going to be performing at the Wilson Arts Center here this weekend on Sunday, March 5th at 2.30 in the afternoon. And also Saturday night, March 4th at 7.30 p.m. A couple of chances to catch the show. And uh, we're going to visit a little bit with Todd about what he's got going on. Todd, how are you this morning? Well, I'm just great. I'm looking forward to coming to Iowa. You know why? I'll tell you, when my wife and I got married, my first show after our, we got married on a Sunday, and a few days later I had to work a room in Sioux City, Iowa, and I said to my wife, now listen, the show is going to be about 15 minutes longer tonight. She said, how come? I said, because the people in Iowa laugh harder and longer than anywhere else in the country. <laughs> Oh, good. And, we, I, and I, I really believe, I really thought it's been proven to me over and over. There's a great <laughs> spirit. There's a great spirit you folks have, and I love it. Well, we enjoy a good show. And I, I was telling you earlier, I, I remember seeing you several years ago as part of our uh, annual trip to Branson that we do with a couple of busloads of folks from here in the area. I remember seeing you perform sure. on the Branson Bell Riverboat down there in Branson. Right. It was a fun sure. show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was, that was uh, 13 years of my life right there. And, uh, before that, I was on another showboat in out in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, yeah, those were good years. Uh-huh. So you've performed at different types of venues. Yeah, uh, um, mostly performing art centers, uh, and uh, oh, we've we've done some uh, as far as the live shows. You know, we've done some things in Las Vegas and Branson and. Los Angeles and, you know, but mostly it's been theaters, um, and, uh, which is great because that's, that's all I, that's all I ever really wanted to do, you know, I mean, television is nice, but for, you know, ventriloquist makes his living doing his act on the road, you know, and, uh, I, you know, the live performance thing. Oh, you bet. You know, and, uh, so I've, I've been blessed to play nice places like the Wilson Center. You know? Yeah. Well, and I would imagine that an act like yours probably plays well where an audience can be interactive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing. And, you know, the um, honor, audience interaction and audience participation, is, is, uh, it just makes it just so much more situational. And it makes it happening at that time. And, it's, you know, the, it's, just, it's just a blast. The energy is, is uh, so great when the audience is involved. Yeah, absolutely. And tell me, how did you ever meet Irving the Talking Dog? Well, I'll tell you. I uh, I started out, you know, as a kid. I, when I was, uh, and I learned ventriloquism from library books and uh, and working as a volunteer, you know, going around to schools, nursing homes, and stuff. And you know, it was like a hobby that got out of hand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, one thing led to another. You know, I'm doing shows. I got an agent, you know, and. Um, my first break in television was on the Nashville Network in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. That's not around anymore. But back, like, I think it was 1989, I guess, or 1989. And um, a producer at that show was, and it was Jim Turner, and he, at, at this uh, Crook and Chase, uh, Music City Tonight, National House, they did all those. CMT, they, that was all part of that whole scene, too. But he encouraged, I had this idea about a talking dog. And um, the encouragement of of, uh, of Jim Turner from that network uh, was really helpful, as also a few other friends 
who said, you know, you got to do this. It's completely different because, the, the, you know, the ventriloquist dummies, you know, they they kept me in groceries and I always had a good career, but I knew I had to do something. So I um, I was looking at different dogs and my, one day my brother said, why don't you look at a Boston Terrier? And I did and I went, that's it. And uh, I, I went out and, uh, oh, this lady had a, she was raising some Boston Terriers, but she was sick and she had to uh, slow down and give up some of them. And I adopted one of them and he was the first Irving. And uh, the first night he went on stage was on the showboat in Nashville and the place went nuts. And uh, and I didn't have that much material at the time, but, uh, you know, talking dog, and I don't care if where you're from, <laughs> you know, a dog starts mouthing off, it, it's a, the reaction is always a blast. And, and so that, you know, and then, you know, and that's where that, that original dog came from. And he, and, um, and I always keep two, I always keep two Boston Terriers because you got to have a backup, you know, and the, uh, and, uh, when they don't perform anymore, they usually sleep on my daughter's bed and, uh, they're just, they're all house pets, you know, they just go to work with me and, um, and, you know, and I just kept it going and, more television came along, a couple of Tonight Shows, um, Walker, Texas Ranger, we did some episodes. We did a bunch of, um, of, of television specials. And, and then uh, David Letterman decided to do a thing called Ventriloquist Week, and he picked five ventriloquists. It was, uh, it was me, Jeff Dunham, Willie Tyler, Jay Johnson, and Ron Lucas, and it was at the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York where I get to watch all my heroes you know, in the old days, on the Ed Sullivan show. So, you know, I, you know, we just did a couple, um, recently we, we just did another Mike Huckabee show. We did one a few years before that. So I've done everything I've ever wanted to do. Um, and added to that is I still get to visit schools preceding the theater days because I started out as a school assembly act. And, you know, I love visiting the schools with, a little teaser performance and um because you know it's just a blast and you know the kids get a little message about using your time wisely and turning a talent into a skill so take care of when you grow up Yo, absolutely. so i still i you know that educational outreach thing is it's near and dear to my heart because i i mean i think i was 13 when i did my first school show so yeah i'm a little, little older now yeah, t- t- yeah, a little bit. T- Todd, tell me about being a ventriloquist. I mean, is that how do you you don't fall into something like that, do you? How, how do you develop that talent? Well, it. I'll tell you. In the beginning, now nowadays, there's more resources to learn with the internet and everything. But back when you know, this was I was 1968 is when I was you know got my first little puppet and all that. Well, it's something that you're just bad at before you ever, ever, ever get decent at. Because it's, with library books, they would have these diagrams of, you know, your larynx and you know, how to talk without moving your mouth and very unusual skill, you know, to develop. <laughs> you know, it's not like, you know, it's not so, it's definitely not straightforward. Well, no, you don't uh, but, pick but up the it, ventriloquism know, for dummies book somewhere. Well, you, you know they have them now, <laughs> but still, still, I and I read. I bet I read a 
half dozen. Well, I read every book in the public library when I was a kid, which is about six or seven. But and I kind of got figured out how to make the voices. And the manipulation of the dummy came pretty natural because I used to watch Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, and that came really natural. Uh, and then I met a, a retired ventriloquist, and he gave me four lessons, and that personal instruction made a huge difference. Then after that, it's all about the material. It's all about the material, and um, I always, I've always worked with uh, with you know a family audience. I I never worked off color, and I never did, and I never would because I I just didn't grow up that way. And, so I, but not, you know, so then, you you know, you just start out, you know, working on the material. You know, I remember when I was 13 years old, you know, a 13-year-old kid doing mother-in-law jokes really didn't put me in high demand, you know. <laughs> you know, I remember a friend of mine said, I remember when you had the dummy in one hand and the joke book in the other. <laughs> we all started and, you know, somewhere. And, and all kinds of weird you know, weird bookings, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, that the audience is a great teacher too, you know, they have really a lot, so much more than people realize, they, you know, they either like you or they don't. And it's all about communication, you know, and I'm, I'm at my material, the jokes, everything. it's all for the average guy in the street. It's all for, it's, it's no highfalutin thing. It's no, um, hillbilly thing. It's just, uh, you know, the dog talks about being a dog, and I talk about being his owner. It's stuff just down-to-earth stuff people can relate to, and the rest of my stuff is, too. You so, bet. You bet. Well, yeah, yeah, it's something that hits home for everybody. Everyone can uh, find uh, yeah, find something that yeah. they enjoy. Very good. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. You don't got to make a brain surgery, you know? <laughs> well, you've got to have fun, and you're right. The audience will uh, definitely let you know how you're doing. That, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And hopefully oh, some yeah. good crowds coming up here this weekend. Now, again, you can catch yeah. Todd and Irving and some of the other characters as well uh, this Saturday, March 4th, 7.30 p.m., or on Sunday afternoon, March 5th at 2.30 p.m. at the Wilson Performing Arts Center in Red Oak. And you can go wilsonartscenter.org online to pick up tickets or just give them a call at their phone number, too, and uh, we'll uh, see if we can get more folks in those seats down there and see if we can get a full house for you there on uh, Saturday and Sunday for the show. Todd Oliver, along with Irving, the talking dog, and you're going to find plenty more that you'll enjoy as well. Uh, Todd, thank you so much for the time here today. It sounds like you're having a good time with the audiences that you perform for, and we hope that's the case here this weekend. Oh, I know it will be. It'll be a blast and a blessing. We're looking forward to coming. Thanks so much for the, for the time, Jim.